What's up, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Black Sunday Podcast. I'm Josh. And this is Katie, and thank you for sitting with us this morning. I hope y'all had a good week. How was your week, Katie? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, my dad had his last chemo treatment, um, and he's coming home Tuesday, so that's good. How was your week? Ate a lot of pizza. Same. Gained, gained a couple pounds. Same. Water uh, weight, though. It was pizza day yesterday. It was. Yeah, it was National Pizza Day. Then why do we eat it Thursday? We were ahead of the competition. Right. Trendsetters. Absolutely. Yeah. Josh and Katie are the best trendsetters on the universe. Yeah. So Ozzy's in pretty bad shape, huh? Well, it's like for like the past month or two, he's been in and out of the hospital with like the flu or pneumonia. Yesterday or the other day, I read he was doing all right. Then this morning, I saw that. He was in worse condition. Um, I mean, I hate saying it because I do like the guy, but he is old and the devil needs his best friend back. So if it's his time, it's his time. He's a Christian. I don't give a fuck. I think he's a Christian. I don't know. He's Catholic, Christian. He's something like that. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so... Child's Play trailer debuted Friday. Um, I did not like it. I didn't see nothing special about it. And Audrey Plaza is not a mom. She is not mom material. She's that cute girl you sleep with on the side material. I do not want to see her as a mother. That just ruined her image for me. Nothing special. She's a pretty good actor, though. She is, and I, I do. I like her. I just don't want her to be a mom. That's just going to ruin ruin her for me. You know who would have made a good mom? Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. Hell yeah. She looks like that that mom from the first one. But kind of a buggy eyed little. I don't want to say buggy eyed, but puffy. she kind of she kind of has that mom vibe. Oh yeah, she's got a good mom vibe. But Audrey Plaza, no, not a mom. She's not a mom. She's that cool aunt that just drinks and comes over and like roasts you and then leaves. Jenna Fisher is the mom, I would think of. Uh, so James Cameron is trying to do something with the Alien franchise. Like what? I don't know. Reboot it. They're going to start all over or are they going to start? They're going to start all over, but he's trying to do something with it because the last couple Alien movies have went a little downhill. I liked them. I mean, they're not aliens, though. Were we talking about Prometheus in that last one? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Xenomorphs is not really Xenomorphs anymore. That one thing looked like Handsome Squidward. The Prometheus guy. Yeah, he looks like handsome Squidward. I could not do. I mean, think about it. We came from Xenomorphs to a bunch of little babies, little squilliam Squidwards <laughs> running around. I mean, I it's it, it kind of has taken away from the vibe that the first one gave. The very first one from the 70s? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's its own world. It's its own universe. It, I think it needs to have all these layers in it if they're going to do it like that. I don't agree. I think it's the way too many layers. I mean, yeah, I agree. You know, you can't ever go wrong with keep it simple, stupid. Right. You really can't. I mean, that's why people love horror movies because most of them are simple. Yeah, and they're and they, simple, fun, cheesy movies. That's what people want. Yeah, they a one and done type thing. They don't want something that is so intricate that you don't understand it. Like Hereditary. Hereditary was great. It was a good movie, but 
it's not one of those go-to horror movies if you want to be scared. Are you serious? I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I'm just saying that it's not something like Jason X that you could just pop in and have fun watching. It's oh, actually an intricate movie that you have to sit there and follow through the whole thing. Jason X, you can pop in and it's just a little popcorn movie. It's not good, but you can watch it for the kills. And just Time. have fun. Hereditary, you have to sit there and actually watch the movie but and when, diagnose it. And it's worth it, but most people just want just simple, stupid But every movie. time you watch it, you catch new details. That's why I'm so, I have such a hard-on for that movie. I do. I mean, I, it's a great movie. I love that movie. It really death. is. I it, love it's it. a great movie, but... Can never go wrong with Tony Collette. Never. So, Shudder is going to make a new documentary about... Uh, disasters on horror sets like poltergeist and stuff. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it'll be all right. I mean, we all have heard the horror story, whatever. Haunted the story set. You know, like The Exorcist had it. Um, poltergeist had it. A bunch of other movies have had it, like where creepy stuff happened on set. I don't really know if I want to believe that this stuff happened. I think it was more maybe for publicity. Um, but there's been lots of, like, Producers have been killed on sets or, like, you know, just shit like that. I think it's interesting. I think it would be good and I'd watch it just because of all the stories I'd heard growing up about the set disasters. I don't know. Well, just think about it. Didn't the guy who played the Xenomorph in the first Alien, didn't he just disappear? That's what you told me. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you told well, me. Well, I'm asking you. Is that what happened? I don't know. Oh, well, do your research. Yeah, you're right. Um, now, isn't the Shining set, um, the hotel itself, ain't it, um, Honda? I've heard about that, too. And, um, I've heard about, uh, and it, well, it was, this isn't really, like, a haunting-type deal, but the daughter, the oldest daughter in the first Poltergeist was killed by her boyfriend. That's why she wasn't in the others. Yeah, but wasn't it cursed? Ain't that the whole thing, that that set was cursed because people had... Different things happen and different experiences. Because the Indian burial ground, that shit was real? I don't know if it was the Indian burial ground, but I, I heard that the set itself was cursed because a lot of people had bad things happen to them. Same thing happened on The Exorcist. Uh, people like died and stuff, like someone died in a car wreck going there. I'm, I'm serious, I'm serious. Well, I mean, I don't know anything about it. That's what I'm saying. You, you're enlightening my mind with a little bit of knowledge. Yeah, it's a, it's like a common thing with horror movie sets. Like, even The Conjuring's got its own stories now. About stuff that's happened on set. Uh, I, to me, it could be happening. It could be real. I'm not going to say it's not. But at the same time, I, I, just me wanting to be a logical person. And I, I shouldn't be. I should be more open-minded about that realm. I just think it's publicity. Well, publicity is like um, paranormal activity. You know, they and uh, Blair Witch Project. Everybody thought those people were dead. You know, they didn't really have anything going for them. They ain't done movies. They didn't do movies before this. And they didn't even put IMDb pages for the actors. They considered them real people that went missing in the woods and real people who, in the house, that was real footage. It was all publicity thinking that it was real. Uh, I think you got to be a dumb motherfucker to believe that because there is no uh, theater or court system that would allow a, pretty much a snuff film to be legally put out like that well look at the texas chainsaw massacre in the very beginning it pretty much i don't know about the original but i know that the remake of the original which is a really good remake um, oh jessica bill yeah in the beginning it has 
photos and it has a uh, interview people going downstairs to um check out where he was at you know and he comes out of the woodwork and you think that's real because it's like archive footage yeah i mean i could kind of see it but i mean we all know he's based off of ed gein so i think it's a little bit more than ed gein though i think it's based on a bunch of serial killers i don't think oh, it's yeah. just based on one because ed gein i know he cut people's you know skin off and made belts and lampshades and stuff with it but I mean, that's the core of Texas Chainsaw is the Ed Gein, but then he, he branches out. He it's, it's, a, it's an umbrella of stuff put in to make his character. Has there really been any good Ed Gein movies, though? I only know one of them, and I ain't seen it yet. No, Jason Hodder did one. Who's Kane that? Hodder, damn. Put Jason and Hodder together, you get Jason Hodder. <laughs> Kane Hodder did an uh, Ed Gein movie. I, I haven't seen it. I think it's trash, but then i seen that one... I can't remember who's done it, but the one Ed Gein movie was pretty pretty good. I ain't seen it, so I can't I thought say. you just said you seen one. I just said I ain't seen it. I ain't seen it? I know. So, next week is uh, George A. Romero week. Um, kind of just watching all of his movies. The ones that he, he wrote and directed, we're not going to go into... Uh, the bullshit. Not, I won't say bullshit. I'm not going to go into based on uh, Stephen King or George A. Romero's work. Like Creepshow, I probably won't watch Creepshow. Uh, I don't know, probably just his main zombie movies. And we'll probably watch Martin and Knight Riders. And, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that he's done. Um, his birthday was last week, I believe. So, and he's always been kind of special to me. I've always liked him. I always liked his work. And it's just, it'd be nice little remembering thing for us to watch his movies and then be able to talk about him in the week what do you think about it yeah i think it'd be good you like george romero yeah what's your favorite movie by george romero day of the dead because i like bub what 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 the why do you one. like that why do you like that so bad so much besides bub oh I, I just like how human bub is i like the setting i like the story i like how He's just like a little puppy dog. I just want to smush his face and give him little kisses, even though I know he could eat me. And when he puts those headphones on, he's just like, music. And I just want to cry. I want to eat him up. Day of the Dead came out in 1979, I believe. Not 80s. I don't give a fuck. It, I mean, I'm it's off a, a couple years. It was enjoyed in the 80s. So I was off a couple years. We all know what I meant. Dumb bitch hours never close on Katie Tom, all right? So, what's your thing about Netflix raising its prices? Bullshit. Why? Why is it bullshit? Well, I'd rather pay the $8 for just basic. Well, we're not going to do that. But somebody wants HD. we got to have HD. I don't have an HD TV for nothing. You want to watch DVD quality or want to watch Blu-ray quality? I'd rather watch Hulu, to be honest. Okay, well, you got to... All right, imagine this. Here's a scenario for you. Netflix yeah. was just a regular streaming service that didn't have anything but... Just regular stuff like Hulu does. Not even the not even the most expensive shows like Home Improvement and stuff like that. <laughs> it's an expensive show to buy. It, it is. Really, think about it. How many how many millions do that show's worth? Maybe like one million. One million? Are you serious? It is netted more than that. Well, excuse it's me for not knowing how it's, much Tim Taylor calls. Let me tell you something. Home Improvement was a big show back in the day. And it it was. still is. Yeah, you honestly think it's only worth $1 million? I don't know. I don't know how much TV shows go for these days. Well, you should. We might buy a TV show one day. But anyway, what I was saying, <laughs> I guess that joke didn't land. It uh, wasn't funny at all. 
Okay, well, I appreciate that. Appreciate <laughs> your construction, constructive. My construction Chris. paper. Um. So, all right, think about it. If we only paid $8 a month, we didn't get all the good stuff Netflix is offering now. Like, now they have original stuff, original movies, original uh, comedy specials, original TV shows. They have original stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't have all of that. Because most of the Netflix's stuff is good. Wait, so if you pay for basic, you don't get the Netflix original? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, what if that was the case? I mean... They're, I all, they're, they're making us pay more money because they're a better service than they were three years ago. I mean, it's a few dollars more, but I'm, just, I'm a Hulu person. Hulu's got all the old Nickelodeon well, shows. Well, think about Amazon Prime. It's twelve ninety nine as well. What? I thought that was $10. I don't know. I think it's twelve ninety nine. What the fuck? Think about it. I mean, if we didn't have these streaming sites, what are we, what are we going to do? Go back to cable? Yeah, we got cable. I mean, what are we going to do? Let's pick one. Cable or this? All of them. Because what what happens if you're not on the... What happens if you're on Netflix and you don't see nothing? We spend two hours searching through Netflix. Do we not? No, we just type in our movie name on Roku and see where it's located. Then we go to it. But if we we used to, we used to get on Netflix, yeah. search for two hours, can't find nothing, switch to Hulu, can't find nothing for two more hours, and then watch Roseanne for the rest. And of then the watch night. Roseanne that we've watched a thousand times. Yeah. Or we'll put a, we'll put it on uh, King of the Hill. We watched a thousand times. Or the fucking Office that we have watched about two million times. Or Full House. Fuck Full House. No. Look, let me tell you something. I think it's acceptable, and I think that it's a good price to pay for Netflix. And they're not asking for $20 a month. They're asking for... It's going to get there. You well, mark my words, it's going to get there. Eventually, maybe, when they start buying millions and millions and billions and trillions of dollars worth of movies. Well, they bought uh, Zac Efron's Ted Bundy movie for $9 million. Is that not worth $12? You know what? I would rather... Someone stream it onto an illegal site and me watch it illegally, then uh, do it on Netflix. But I'm a law-abiding citizen, so eventually I'm, they're gonna crack down on illegal-looking uh, illegal videos. Anyway, it's just gonna be Netflix. It's just gonna be Hulu. It's just gonna be Amazon. And before you know it, they're gonna be more streaming services. And I think it's I think it's highly worth paying that money for them. Would you pay money for a nosy? No. What? In case y'all don't know, Nosy is an app. It's got all them old Jerry Springers, all them old uh, Steve Wilkos, Sarah, uh, uh, Sally Jesse Raphael. That is my shit on a Saturday morning. Who wants to pay money to watch Maury make fun of these low-income people that Maury. don't know who their father is? They come on the show willingly. Yeah, but he makes fun of them. He knows what the shit's up. He knows what's up. I know. I love Maury. He's a slob motherfucker. Uh, Jerry Springer is ridiculous, and Steve Wilkins is the only one that's all right. I love Steve. And that old-ass Sally Joe Raphael, whatever, when is she going to die? She looks about 80 on that show anyway. She might already be dead. That show was filmed in the 90s. Well, damn, now I kind of feel bad for saying that she should be dead. That show's old as shit, Josh. So, Bring Me the Horizon's new um, CD just released. What do you think about it? I'm going to be honest. It made me feel sad, but... It was not a bad album. Um, uh, we all know Ollie damaged his voice. He cannot, we cannot, you know, have the same Bring Me the Horizon that we used to have, have. But I think now the new album is is like a gateway into metal. 
I mean, think about it. You got a girlfriend or a boyfriend you're trying to inter- introduce into this genre. Have them listen to this album, then the one that came before it, and then the other that came before that, and then until they get to the first one. I think that's a great way to introduce them to the to the metal. Um, and also, every artist goes through changes. Every artist and band experiments with different sounds. This is what they, I think, have to do at this moment because of his voice. And if it's working for him, it's, that's great. And I actually, I enjoyed the album. It's a, it, it's a nice break from some of the metal that I, I listen to. Cause I listen to like a lot of black metal and stuff. So it's a nice poppy, but still at its roots metal type. Shout out to Behemoth. Yay, mayhem. Let me tell you something. Break with Thy art is murder. That's... Okay. Okay. That's, that's more like deathcore. I don't care. Anyway, Bring the Horizon has sucked since Sepaternal. Boy, you're going to catch these hands like we're in a Pentecostal church. Let me tell you something. Like, some of their songs are all right, but Would, that's it. After after Sepaternal, some of their songs are okay. I have seen, I, I, you have been blasting that That's the Spirit album for a week I, now. Again, like I said, there's only four tracks on that CD that I actually like. And sometimes they're not really all that. But it's a good gateway into metal. If someone's willing to take that time to listen to the albums backwards, not like play them backwards, but listen to the first It's not one. just because he can't scream. It's because they want money. They're sellouts. If I was in a band, I would never pick money over making my fans happy. Never. But, all, I mean, if they got a different person to do the screaming, I think people would still be mad because it wouldn't sound like old Bring Me the Horizon. They're never going to sound like themselves again. I know. So why not adventure out? Why not try this? I mean, it is in a way selling out. It's, it is it is pop, um, but it's not full pop. It's... It's making this genre more mainstream, and it's a gateway into this genre that is so misrepresented and so talked down and seen badly. They had turned into screamo to metalcore, and then they turned into rock, and then hard rock, and then now they're experimental EDM something fucking weird shit. They're not even in the genre of metal. But it's a gateway. That's what I'm saying. They are now a gateway into this. Like, if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, all right, let's... Well, okay, remember when I didn't know much about metal? You started me off with the soft shit. Now I listen to harder shit than you. I started you off with Sleeping With Sirens. Yeah, but I don't like the, the his voice, and I don't like... I don't like... Um, you happen to like them back then? Well, I don't even remember the song. We have one song that's our song by them. That's it. I'm just saying, that's what I started you off with. Yeah, and if we had just started dating a day's day and age, and uh, you were like, you know what? Bring Me the Horizon was good back in the day. I'm going to start you off with this because you like this. And then you work backwards. I think if you if you want to introduce someone into the metal umbrella of music, start with their new one and then work backwards. You know where I got my first start with rock and metal? Papa Roach. Hell yeah. I was going to the beach. My cousin said, hey, I need you to listen to this CD. It'll change your life. So I did. And it did change my life. And the next thing I know, I had a friend named Jared. (laughs) Huge. Who looks like Peter Griffin legit. Like Peter Griffin legit. His last name is Googe. I don't want to blast him like this, but if he's listening... You're still an awesome guy, 
and you're still you made my childhood worth it buddy give that he gave him a limp biscuit cd y'all i'm getting to that thanks for telling my story that was the punchline. anyway he said hey man i got something for you to listen to since you like rap and you like rock i said what's that he said listen to the limp biscuit album and It'll he gave me life. this CD. He said, man, this will change your life forever. <laughs> and let me tell you something. He was not lying. <laughs> it was the hot dog flavored water. Oh, God. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. It changed my life forever. And you know what the first thing this motherfucker said to me? He said, hey, guess what my last name is? I said, what? He said, Googe. I said, what's that? He said, <laughs> do you know what that is? I said, no. He said, it's the skin between your butthole and your penis. And I said, that's nice. He said, that's my last name. That and motherfucker's awesome. He is awesome. So if you listen to that man, you better hit me up sometime. But I doubt he's listening to it. I don't even know what happened to him. He's out there floating around somewhere. I don't even know who he is. I don't even remember. But I used to listen to fucking gangster rap. Like straight up hardcore shit. I used to listen to the game. 50 Cent ain't that hardcore. Uh, he got shot five times. I guess he is pretty hardcore. No, I gotta take that back. Michael Myers has been shot like 47 million times. Well, that he ain't rapped about gangster. it. Let me tell you something. I used to listen to Eminem. I like me some Eminem, though. I used to listen to all that gangster rap. And Eminem's gangster rap? I mean, whatever. Rap, hip-hop. I don't care what it is. The genre. I listen to rap in general. Hip-hop. Um, and then... I got introduced to Papa Roach and it changed my life forever. I listened to Scars. That was a good song. Um, what is that one? Last Resort. Cut my life into pizzas. This is my plastic fork. But I just think Brain with Horizon sucks. They, they have since their first album. The first one? Yes. I mean, after the first one. They kind of got out of it. They... I disagree. I like them. I still like them. I still represent. So let's talk a little bit more about Child's Play. What does uh, the first one mean to you as a person? I don't really remember the first one. Um, I, do, I do know the effects still hold up to this day. Better effects than I've seen some movies have in this day and age. Um, not, nothing really got to me into in it. I mean, it's just kind of there to me. So that's why I'm not really excited or impressed about the new one. See, I'm frustrated. They took what made the first one original and completely changed the whole plot to something that's been overdone so many times. I've seen it so many times in so many movies. It's just utter ridiculous. Like Utter ridiculous. Child's Play, it means a lot to me because... My dad had it on VHS, and I wore it out a long time ago. I wore it out. And the second one, and the third one as well. I just wore him out. And I love how cocky and funny he is. And I think they're going to take that out and make... Make him PC? And make him politically correct. I think it's going to be politically... It's going to be all kinds of political screwed up. I'm telling you. You can't say or do shit these days without someone being all up in your asshole about it. They took... The serial killer putting his soul into a doll. Well, that's pretty badass. It's pretty badass. It's an original idea that they came up with, and it worked. 
and now it's going to be an AI that goes haywire, and it's going to be a few wires get crossed, and this fucking doll's going to come to life and start killing somebody. I don't even know if it's fucking Andy. And at, the, at that point, uh, the way you solve it is to take its fucking batteries out. You can't take the batteries out of a demon. Well, uh, well, you got to think about it, though. If it goes haywire, how do you know taking the batteries is going to do anything? If it goes haywire, it's haywire. My first thought would be take the batteries out. I used to have a little vacuum cleaner back in the day at my mom and dad's house, and it went haywire one day. <laughs> it's like what? it's like one of those Roombas, but for the 90s. You know, that shit... That just sweet, pretty much by itself. They have no. Roombas. They have Roombas back in the nineties. Trust me, a little motherfucker would go everywhere. Okay, no offense, but how the fuck did your mom and daddy? How were they able to get a Roomba in the nineties? They 90s? have one. They were pretty relatively cheap back then, because they were they were, I don't know, probably thrift shops. That's where I, I got remember. most of my clothes. I don't remember that. Let me tell you something. That thing went haywire one day and chased the cats around, <laughs> and mom took the batteries out, and the motherfucker still kept going. So let me tell you something. I say that a lot. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know what really grinds my gears? (laughs) It's it doesn't work like that. If it's haywire, it's haywire. Taking the batteries out will not help. Just like RoboCop, he he, if he goes haywire, you can't take his goddamn batteries out. So is he solar powered? This new Chucky. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Isn't Chucky anymore? Because he was named after like several serial killers. Charles Charles Lee Ray. That was a mashup of. Charles Manson, something, 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 something. I forgot the rest. But I know it was Charles Manson with the first name. Anyway, they took the idea that made it original, and then they they screwed it up and put some Hollywood bullshit in it. And it's going to be politically correct, just like everything is nowadays. If it was a straight-up black Klansman, you know, thing, that's different. That's It's it's all right to be politically correct about that. Because that's a, that's a biography about how times were for black people back in the day. That's different. But... A horror movie does not need to have political correctness in it all the time. The, the point of horror is to, it's like a satire. It just makes fun of everything going on. Or at least some, some horror does. There's, I mean, it's an escape, I mean, from this bland gray world they're trying to create. Well, you got to think about it. Back in the day, Night of the Living Dead stood for something. You didn't see that many black actors. Actually, you didn't see really any black actors doing anything especially in a protagonist role. a protagonist role yes he was a, he was a groundbreaking so george romero making. george romero said you know what fuck it i'm gonna go against the norm and i'm, I'm gonna show people that this is it can be great and speak out and, and speak out against racism just like stan lee does yeah but but now well, everything's muddled down everything's gotta be got you can't say nothing that's gonna offend anyone it's it there's a way to be trashy about being racist, and there's a way to speak out against racism like Jordan Peele does. And then you got someone like The First Purge that is trash. Yeah, that, I didn't even watch it. That just... pretty much, you know, it fights racism with racism. Yeah, you cannot do that. I mean, white people are not the enemy. I'm, I mean, we're not bad people, and I'm not ashamed to be white. And if that appe- that offends you, you can fuck off and kiss my white ass. Well, we're not getting into politics right now, but... What what I want to say is I'm just frustrated at all the remakes that are coming out. I'm frustrated at all the reboots, remakes, sequels. Not everything needs a remake. Not everything needs a reboot. Not everything needs a sequel. We do not need a sequel for the new Halloween movie. We just don't. You're still harping about that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Again, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. They're going to ruin things. 
You you want to speak about Fast and the Furious and how how time how many times it's going to keep going? It's just going to keep going. Well, they also come up with original ideas. They're going to. It's not even a horror movie, and they got nine movies. They're, one day they're going to get to like Fast and the Furious fifty, and all of them's going to be fucking old as shit, if not fucking dead. I, but, I, I disagree. I think it's the same movie over and over, just I disagree. bigger and bigger and bigger. But that is the beauty of it. At least they keep coming up with different ideas. We all know it's Michael is going to be killed in the fucking end, and he's going to come back in a new one. We we know this. We already Which know this. Michael? Halloween! Oh, I thought we were talking about Fast and the Furious. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who the fuck like, Michael? No, let me tell you something. This is my new catchphrase. Look. Michael Myers is going to be killed on every Halloween. Every Halloween, he's going to be killed at the end. He was, I mean, he wasn't even, we didn't even see him die in this new one. That's so. why they're making a new one. Because yeah. we didn't see him die. He's going to be in the next one. Like I said, it was more of a symbolic killing than anything. The Fast and the Furious can keep going. They can keep going because they come up with new ideas. There's no new ideas with Halloween. None. I, I, do, I, I feel the same way about Fast and the Furious. I mean, it's the same shit, different movie, different day. Something's blowing up, someone's fighting, someone's doing this. That's why I don't really care for them. Well, we can't really argue that Fast and Furious and the Halloween is the same type of movie. I'm just saying... Action movies in general can keep going. I, I'm just saying, I it's don't like hard. Fast and the Furious. It's hard for a horror movie to keep going. Think about it. it Halloween, is. Jason... Um, Freddy, they're all going to die at the end. We know this. The protagonist is going to overcome their demons and they're going to die. And, well, technically die until they make a new one. It's just going to keep happening. Temporarily dead. Kind of like Jesus for those three days. But then you got remakes that actually do good. Like Dawn of the Dead remake. Zack Snyder, I think, is the one who directed it. Don't quote me on that. But did a great job. He captured exactly what... The one in the mall. Yeah, of course the one in the okay, mall. Okay, okay. Do you not know horror movies? Why don't we even do a horror podcast? If you I don't do, know this? I do, but it's it's early. <laughs> I've only woke up at seven. But let me tell you something. You know what really grinds my gears? When they make fucking terrible horror movies that don't need fucking remakes, like A Nightmare on Elm Street. Did not need a remake. It was terrible. It was bullshit. There were some cool scenes in it. I'll give it that. But that's it. That's all I will give it. It had some cool scenes, but A Nightmare on Elm Street did not need a remake. I didn't like how serious that Freddy was. He just looked like a burnt old, crusty old cat, like one of the, like a like this hairless burnt old cat, and he was not funny. Like I want my Freddy to be funny and disgusting. By the way, he's going to be on my my next tattoo on my sleeve. That's what I have planned. The, then we got some terrible remakes, like such as both of the Day of the Dead remakes. I didn't even watch it. And one had Nick Cannon in it. The fuck? Nick, oh, wait. I've seen that one. Nick Cannon in a Day of the Dead movie equals terrible, period. Nick, I don't even like Nick Cannon. But then you got Day of the Dead Bloodlines, which I couldn't even sit through. I've tried to watch it three times. I can't sit through it because the acting is just so, so terrible. Yeah. And then they try to make Bub some kind of weird fucking... Uh, did they try to romanticize it? Yeah. Why the fuck did they try to romanticize They're not shit? romanticize it. They made him into a fucking uh, chomo, pretty much. I mean, somebody who's going to rape a girl. That's all it is. And original Bub would not do that. He was just happy to listen to his music and learn how to shave again. Well, a zombie's not going to do that to a woman anyway, unless you're making some kind of weird fucking horror movie. Uh, Apparently, that's what they were doing. 
But then you got good ones and you got bad ones. You got Friday the 13th. It didn't need a, a remake. It didn't need a remake. Just lucky. keep it. Yeah. Just keep it fucking going. If you, why remake something if you're just going to keep it going? Think about it. Child's Play, they have two newer sequels. The Cult of Chucky and The Curse of Chucky. Do we really need another fucking reboot? No. Since I they've mean, they, already, they already did it a few years ago. That's not really. It's not. It, no, that's not a remake. That's just, it keeps it going. It's just keeping Child's Play going. It's not really a remake. You got Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, and now we're going to have a remake of Child's Play. It doesn't make sense. Why not just have, like, the blood of Chucky? Just make, keep making those. We got the seed of Chucky. I've seen that one. But then we got good ones, and we got bad ones that keep going back. But My Blood Valentine. I liked it. I watched, I haven't seen the original, but I need to. Um... It's pretty much a shot-for-shot shot remake. It, it's really good, I'm telling you. I, I I really liked this one. It was nice seeing Jensen Ackles in a role other than Dean Winchester, but I felt like something was missing. Like, I just wanted Jared Padalecki to, like, pop out and him to go, Sammy! But and that's not that's not shade on the movie, though. No, I, but I, that's just me being a Supernatural fangirl. Um, you know that that movie got almost banned in Australia. The new one. It almost got banned in Australia because of all the gore and blood. They actually had to tone it down a little bit. But isn't Australia the one that came out with, um, um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. They come out with a really fucked up shit. That movie. Wolf Creek? No, not that one. Um. Well, we can't spend all day thinking about the movie. The one where they, they had that, they were making zombies in the basement with that girl and that, that song you like, Am I Not Pretty Enough? The Loved Ones? Yes. Well, That was pretty fucked up. I wouldn't say I like that song. Yes, you do. You listen to it in the car sometimes. But li- <laughs> No, I don't. Anyway, like they almost banned that movie because of all the gore and violence. It wasn't even that bad. It got next to a adult rating system. It wasn't even that bad. It was like right, right next to the adult, like triple X. I, just, I, I feel like personally I, I need to watch the first one to fully grasp the remake because... With Poltergeist, the, the very original, you have like an hour of like backstory and details that you don't have in the remake um, that came out a few years ago. It's more of a condensed version, but um, I still need to watch the first My Bloody Valentine. Uh, we watched Netflix's, uh, what is it? Velvet, Velvet Buzzsaw. Yes. What you think about it? Well, I liked it. It, I mean, I'm not going to say it was anything special. Visually, it was nice to look at. It was a slow burn. Uh, I feel like you have to be knowledgeable in the art world to really get it in the beginning because they talk so fast, and it, I was just kind of like... Blah, 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 blah. But then I finally kind of got it. Um, I'm not really into the art world. I just... Uh, I like Jake Gyllenhaal, though. I like seeing him freak out. Uh, it's made I think the, he plays a good gay guy, too. It's made by the same people who made Nightcrawler. Didn't you like Nightcrawler? Yes. Yeah, I really like Nightcrawler. But yeah, Velvet Buzzsaw was... It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's like a big, long Twilight Zone episode. Mixed with a little bit of... Um, mixed with a little bit of horror. I wouldn't consider it a horror movie. It's more of a sci-fi movie than it is horror. Um, but I enjoyed I Nightcrawler. I could say it could even be psychological. Yeah, it's like a psychological sci-fi thriller. It's not really anything horror-related. I mean, it's got some scary scenes. Not really jump scares or anything. Just kind of creepy. Why are you going to sit there and lie? I saw you cover your face up with the blanket when the paint started moving. Well, you remember The Haunting? Yeah. 
Okay. Well, the remake, actually, that's the remake that we're talking about with Liam Neeson and, and fucking Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid because... Wow. Well, just think about it. Wow. Let me tell you something. Wow. The fucking cherubs... They, they were creepy. Those scaries, those scaries, those cherubs, they terrified me as a child. I was afraid of curtains for a long time after that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, so that's what gets me with these paintings and shit is looking different, different ways and giving you these different looks. The only time a painting or a photograph is acceptable to move is in Harry Potter because... I don't even know. You could get trapped in something like that, too. I think I saw that in a movie. I don't know. It's been a while. It's just terrifying to think that you can get trapped in a painting for the rest of your fucking life. I think they got that kid out. What kid? In Harry Potter. We're not talking about Harry Potter. Oh. I'm just, in general, think about walking past a painting and getting sucked into it. Nobody fucking knows. They look at the painting and say, something looks different. And they said, wait a minute. What if you walk, okay, what if you walk past the painting? Which painting? I don't know. Just a painting that we have in the house. And the next thing you know... You see me in the background looking out of a window of a house. You're going to be scared. I'm nowhere to be found, but every now and then you'll look and I'm somewhere different. <laughs> that That's terrifying to think about, is it not? Finally some peace and quiet. That's kind of fucked up. I'm going to suck you in the next time I, I get... you. Uh, that's fucked up. <laughs> so, who do you think was the best Pennywise, Katie? And explain, please explain, because I know you love Pennywise. Well, they both are the best, and let me explain why. Number one, Tim Curry. That doesn't mean he's number one. That means he's, he is, I'm starting off with that. Don't get that confused. All right. Tim Curry, he's an original. Um, he is the one that instilled the fear of clowns and all these young folks. Um, but with Bills, I just feel like aesthetically he just looked better. Um, I mean, think about it. Pennywise didn't really come around to Earth until, like, what, 1800s? I haven't read the book, so please don't judge me. Uh, I have it, though. But anyway, I mean, think about it. Uh, his costume was gray. They didn't have that many, um, dyes back then. So, to me, that one looked better than Tim Curry's because they really didn't have all those vibrant dyes back then. So that's where I get the, the equalness from, where I'm trying to... I like them both. Um, I like both Bill Skarsgård and Tim Curry. They have the same kind of quirky look, but it kind of works for them. Um, I just like both of them. I just like Pennywise. I need to read the book. I don't know why I haven't. I'm a dumb bitch. Don't blame me. I would say that Tim Curry is the better Pennywise. Now, here, here's my thought on that. Back in the day, I was scared as fuck. When it came out, like when he, I was, when he turned into the spider. No, I was just scared of fucking general. Tim Curry as Pennywise scared the fuck out of me. I'm, as scary as clowns are, I still have a fetish for him. Like he he instilled fucking being a scaredy cat in me. He be, would be just. Richie. I mean, the, he would play it so well. He played he played a clown that. Is just fucking terrifying. You can't even look He's at this. He's funny too. You can't even look at this motherfucker without thinking this this motherfucker is gonna turn and kill me. Like that's why I say he's the best. He instilled fear in me that made me not want to watch it as a child. I fucking loved it. Now Bill Skarsgård did a great job. Mm -hmm. He did. He was good Pennywise, and it's still scary to watch. It was a great movie. Great. It's, it's a damn good movie. I think that it is for it's modernized for the younger audience. 
Uh, disagree. How is it not modernized for the younger audience? I just, I don't see how you get that. I'm not saying politically correct. I'm saying modernized. It is. It's modernized. They used a bunch of special effects. They did. CG. They did. Because that's what the kids want these days. They don't want no crappy fucking special effects. That That's the whole thing. That's what I love. Those crappy practical special effects. practical effects are the best. That's why I love Terrifier so much because they use practical effects and it fucking worked. But Bill Skarsgård probably scared a lot of children. He did. Daddy wise. But to me, he was not Pennywise. He was something different. He was another clown. I mean, he's a, uh, think about it. He is a shape-shifting alien. So it just, I mean, of course he's going to look and feel a little bit different. He's, I mean, he's in a different time period, you know. I don't know. I mean, I just think there was a little bit of political correctness in that movie as well. Just like there's a, everything. I disagree. I think it stayed true to the first one. And I like how it elaborated on how, uh, whatever the little girl's name is, how her situation was. Because I don't really remember that being talked about in the first one, but it's also been a good while since I've seen the first one, so. Well, that's about it for the show. Um, me, personally, I would like to thank everybody for listening to the uh, podcast. Um, my wife has a few things to say to everyone, so I'll let her take it away. Uh, well, I didn't make the tarot card page. Um, I felt like I didn't get any feedback at all, so I would like feedback if you follow me on Instagram or if you found my Twitter, which I don't know how, or if you're friends with me on Facebook. Um, let's like send me a message or something or even comment on the podcast page because I really want to do this and help people. Um, I just, I mean, I did a reading for someone this week. I don't think he knew that I'm trying to start a page or anything, but he was, he was, he's an atheist. That's his name, Atheist Dog. And, um, he was like, asked me questions and I said, I'll read them for you. Just give me some time. And I did and it really helped him. Um... I don't know if you're listening to this, but I hope you don't mind Atheist Dog me using you as an example. So, I really would like feedback on the tarot card things. I love the cards. I read them this morning. Um, they just, they, they've helped me so much. They, they help you give advice. Um, you, you know, you interpret it differently for every situation. It's kind of like that, but I love them. And I just, I really want to help people. So... I'd like to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day, and uh, thank you for listening. Live deliciously. Bye.